Okay. You know I watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just... Did, did you finish it? Oh! Primitive! No, Sam, I did form. not finish it. Okay, of well then move Of course on. I finished it, yeah. Okay, well then hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Danny. Uh, tell us why it's good, but do it in a faster way than I did. Okay, uh... Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast! It's your favorite host of the most... And uh, Wingus and Dingus. Okay, moving on. Here we go. I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> You're a jerk. With me is uh, Danny. I don't even know if I want to do this episode now. <laughs> and over in the corner by the vending machine, uh, the pop machine, is uh, Nick. You have two choices. Hurt yourself. Or hurt Danny by breaking all of her fingers. What the fuck? Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, you know what? If you have two choices. Eat a scoop of strawberry ice cream, or Danny loses a toe. <laughs> <laughs> if it was you guys, I would hurt myself, dude. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that to you guys. I don't know. I'd... I would hurt you guys for fun. All right. Wow. <laughs> My idea of fun. <laughs> Is killing Your pain everyone. Is, is my joy. Yeah, dude, that was that was crazy. I knew that I knew someone was up with that at the end. I was like, those guys, these guys are fakers. I don't know, dude. That was Tomodachi game we were referencing. Yeah, dude. Uh, which is which aired this season, which is why we're talking about it because we're reviewing the spring season. Twenty twenty two spring season. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, I was about to say that. God, could have been like nineteen ninety four. They don't know. Yeah, we're reviewing 1994, dude. No, I want to do that, though. Like, we were, I think, when we did our last uh, decade thing, Nick was like, dude, let's do fucking the 90s. And I was like, dude, let's do it. Which, like, yeah, which wouldn't be that much, right? Because they didn't air I say we just go back in time. Just go so, go back to the 2000s, yeah, then, the the 90s, the 90s, then the 90s, then the 80s. It gets easier. Oh, true, true, <laughs> it gets true. easier because there's less and less anime. <laughs> yeah, we should do that next, yeah? Although each anime is longer, so... Yeah, let us know if you guys wanted us to do that, because doing the Decade Spotlight was was hard. Well, it wasn't hard. It was just a lot, but it was really fun, and I would love to do it again. I think Let's that would... just say that one of these shows could make uh, this Decade Spotlight... Ten years from 2020s. now when we're... When we're... <laughs> yeah, ten years from now when we're in the water wars and we're all have to wear fucking breathing masks. And then we'll we be talking to... about this. And then we're, we're doing parkour <laughs> to uh, fight for food and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Spring season 2022. Ten years from now when Japan really sinks. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Dude, that's what bubble was. It's a metaphor for climate change. Uh, Yeah, no, dude. Let's let's fucking do it, dude. Let's let's just jump right in. Let me uh, tell you this, though. Uh, links.animesummit.net. Okay. Um, you can go there and find all the links to listen to... Uh, like where to listen in Google Podcasts or Spotify. And the thing I'll say about Spotify is you can leave ratings now. And we had been forgetting to like like uh, tell people about that. But you can leave ratings on podcasts now. If you would like to, please leave us a rating so we can get to 100 ratings. I would very much appreciate that, getting to 100 ratings. That would be great. Um, if you don't listen on Spotify, but you happen to be cruising Spotify for some other reason... 
you know, and or you just you know, in between episodes of Rogan, yeah, you know, <laughs> gotta listen to us, <laughs> <laughs> and you just you know, just give us a rating on you know whatever. I would I would very much appreciate that. Um, and then uh, so we we had said a couple episodes back that we were gonna review Hunter Hunter for July, and because of like all like the 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 breaks and stuff we took in June, we're like re re kind of and and beginning of July, we're kind of like. Re- I'll be out. Of, I'll be out of town for part of July too. Yeah, Nick is like going out of town again. So like, we're we're kind of reconvening ag- again properly this time, and and we pushed the Hunter Hunter review back because it was just too close to the spring review that we were just like, no, we me and Danny need to finish this. So we're gonna hopefully do that by the end of August. And so if you haven't seen Hunter Hunter twenty eleven, um, definitely now is the time to watch it if you want to watch it with us and you know hear our review by the end of August. Definitely do that. And um, one more thing I want to say before we get into the episode, okay? And I'll try not to go too long. But the patrons already know this. So this is me just telling you guys who are not patrons, and if you want to be a patron, just to see what I'm doing. Um, I made this joke, or, well, we made this joke on the Discord about, like, like shonen tropes and delinquent stuff because everyone was making fun of me. They were like, "Oh, Sam likes delinquent rumble stuff." If it's not a delinquent rumble shonen, then Sam won't like it. And we were talking about like tropes and shit and like like Dragon Ball tropes where like somebody gets like their shit rocked and then they get up and they're like, "Interesting." <laughs> you know what I mean? And then <laughs> and then we were like, "Dude, that's Nick, right? That's that'll be Nick." Like the me and me and Danny will be I'm like the cold calculating one. Yeah, Nick, Nick is like Nick comes to save me and Danny after we have a tough time with an enemy and whatever. And so that was like them. We made that joke like two, three years ago. Anyway, I made a doodle of it on when I was drawing, and I showed it to the patrons. I was like, "You guys think this would be funny if I like made a comic like this? Like honestly, it'd be like you know." And then people were like, "Yeah, that could be funny." And then I just kept doodling, and so now I am thirteen pages in. Uh, episode one of the fists of summit and so nick has no lines in it at all (laughs) (laughs) he has no lines in this episode well some you're not you're not letting anyone else help creatively it's all you (laughs) yeah no i don't want because well uh the thing is is if i let nick or danny do it they're gonna include like some other too many cooks in the kitchen too many cooks in the kitchen mainly Mainly, I'm doing it for me because I want I've wanted to write a story like this for a long time. Yeah, um, fuck you guys. Yeah, but like I just figured this is a cool thing to share for pat- with the patrons, and so by the time the three episodes are out or the three chapters, I should say, are out, um, you know, I'll I'll have enough to print a book, and so uh, I will be the patrons will get a physical copy. Um, I have research- that's a reason to be a patron. Yeah, God damn. I I have resources to get this printed, so I am uh, exercising those resources uh, to get this printed. And you know, depending on like what it's like, um, you know, I'll order this many or this many. Anyways, if you become a patron, uh, you can listen to my little little audio podcast about uh, about it. It's just called Fist of Summit Announcement on the patron page. So if you want to be a part of that. Definitely give that a give that a listen. It's actually really funny. <laughs> yeah, like it's legit something I would read. <laughs> yeah, like it's not even that serious. Like there's there's serious like action shit in it, but like Danny's breaking the fourth wall. Nick sits on a bucket. It's it's like it's really funny because you know like we like that's like a thing. I, jokes on the podcast are like in it. Like that's 
that's part of it. So, you know, there's girls hollering at Nick talking to him about like, oh, talk to me about climate change. It'll be funny. And then Nick like making fun of like, oh, man. Yeah. Nick- the ladies love doomerism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick making fun of the like the bad guys, like breaking the fourth wall and shit. And I think it's pretty funny. So, um, but yeah, anyway, I've been having a lot of fun working on that. And you can see my progress and stuff. As I posted in the Discord channel, I will be posting some images on the Patreon page as well if you become a patron. That being said, I went too long on that, so let's just dive right in. Spring Season 2020 Review, listener question of the week. Nick, what do you got? All right, speaking of tropes. Ed? Wait, what? I said speaking of tropes. Oh, yeah, speaking of tropes, this is from Ed. Uh, are there any tropes that ruin a show for you? I don't I don't Let's start with Danny. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, sorry, yeah. Go ahead, Danny. Because Sam's been filibustering. Sorry. Um, the one trope that I will say that is kind of really bothers me is like the psycho kind of Sindre. Yandere. Oh, Yandere. 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 Like, for example, uh, Yamai from Comey, like, she cringe. Like, I hate that that type of character. No, I love it. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. That's why Comey is not a 10 for me, because of that freaking character. Well, I mean, there's like a comedic no, version not, of it, and no, then there's... No, there isn't. Then there's like the actual versions with the actual knives and killing people, which is the version I like. Uh, the one that Danny's referring to is a little more pervy. Uh, it's like a bad pervy. Point. It's not like haha pervy, like... To me, it's not just that bad. it's funny. I, I don't. Not like that it. any. Not that any pervy is that good. But like, yeah. But like, like, like in a comedic. I like when she in, she menacingly whispers in everyone else's that ear. That I hate. That, like, I can't. Comey stand is hers. That. I cannot. Stand <laughs> no, it's that so at funny, all. dude. It's so so that. funny. Do your nothing. Dude, you're one just time a piece of shit. <laughs> one time when I was, I think I mentioned this on the pod a while ago. I was out drinking. Like this is like ten years ago with some friends. And, like, we were walking in a group of guys and girls, and one of my friends goes up to one of the girls we're walking with, and he's he whispers to her, he's like, hey, I thought I told you you couldn't talk to other guys. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he barely knew her, too. Like, it, <laughs> they were not they were not doing, going out or anything. They that's were just playing. Part. Like, he's just, like, trolling yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought I told but you. But that's what that much. girl does in Komi-san, pretty much, so... Yeah, like she's like you. You're nothing. You can. You think you can be Comey's friend, huh? No, you're nothing. You're a piece of shit. You're garbage. Piece of shit. Kill you. Kill yourself. <laughs> it's like fucked up. She doesn't say that. Doesn't yeah, say she that. doesn't say that. But she basically is like, you're nothing. You're trash. But yeah. Anyway, uh, so Danny hates that trope. Okay, what about you, Nick? Uh, I'm gonna get mine from CBR, and uh, I'm gonna choose generic self-insert protagonists. Uh, Kirito is kind of the one everyone thinks about, but uh, you know, eh, let's go to Star Wars. Actually, Ray from the new Star Wars trilogy, she's too strong. Mary Sue's, Gary Stu's, a little bit too much there. Uh, I'm gonna pick that one. Man, they fumbled the bag on that one a little bit. I don't know, dude. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm probably self-insert. I'm really, they don't bother me too much. A lot of tropes. I guess the one trope that I probably hate the most and that I've complained the most on the podcast is like where a romance anime ends in hand holding. And that's. And Danny on this podcast has said to me before, like, well, why do they have to fuck? Like, they don't have to always do that. Yeah, that's not my point. My point is. I want to see it. My point is, is (laughs) like, if you're going to romance each other that way, 
with romantic feelings, then give me a kiss or something, even a kiss on the cheek or something. You know what give, I mean? Give me a meaning, a meaningful glance. If you, if we're gonna, if we're going for a platonic kind of love story, then that's fine. Then, then, then I get it, right? It's, it's, it's not about shaming platonic love or a romantic love or asexual love, whatever. It's about don't tell me that you're gonna do the thing and then don't do it. That's like, it's like, that's like, hey. Danny, let's go on a date. I'm gonna wife your ass at the movies. Do it, and then she's and then she goes to the movies, and I don't show up. That sucks. Yeah, sucks. That sucks for Danny. You know, I got stood I just, up, especially I by Sam. That's not cool. Just blue ball Danny. Can't do that. <laughs> she got blue. She got blue nuts now. That sucks. So, I don't know. I I I I think the meme is funny. Like, oh my god, that's so lewd. You're holding your hand. Uh, you know, I think that's funny. Um, but like, you know, it's just kind of like, God, dude, come on, just, just, just kiss her. <laughs> just kiss her. It's like that one kiss scene in, girl. it's in that one. <laughs> yeah. Nick would be Sebastian <laughs> from Little Mermaid. No, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like that one scene in She's the I'm Man. About his same height too. <laughs> no, you're oh <laughs> It would be that, it'd be like that one scene from She's the Man where, you know, she's pretending to be her brother, right? So she's like. He's like, I don't know, I like I like your sister, you know, and which that she's actually sitting right there. And she's like, Well, what does your heart tell you? And he's like, dude, what? And she and she's like, I mean, which one would you rather see naked? <laughs> 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 anyway, dude. Uh shout out to Amanda Bynes. Uh yeah, dude. Yeah, that's probably that's the one trope I don't like. Um Waifun has bando Danny. Uh, waifu is Eve from Birdie Wing, and Husbando is Yuichi Katagiri from uh, Tomodachi Game. You didn't even watch Birdie Wing, Danny. So? Fuck! Yeah, why, right. why do... Yeah, I know, you're right. <laughs> what the hell? Like, just because I didn't watch it doesn't mean she can't, she can't be waifu. What, to Everyone like... I didn't watch Danny. it either, because I... No, because Sam didn't remind me to watch it. I didn't remind Even myself. Even though it's my Discord name. I didn't <laughs> remind myself, Nick. How would I remind you? Dude, we... Okay. Wait, are we all trying to watch Birdie Wing now? We each fumbled the bag. No, I actually was going to drop it. I actually legit wasn't going to watch it. I didn't even watch it, so... Dude, I'm going to fuck... I have to watch it. It's been my Discord name for the whole season. Nicky Wing. Fake fan. Nicky yes. Wing. I got I got to release a solo cast for that. My first solo cast in a year, <laughs> more than a year actually. More than a year, dude. Um, yeah, no, I I I fumbled the bag. I think we each fumbled the bag. We each had a show this season that we were like, "Fuck, I forgot." So, uh, I apologize for that, and I will do better. I um have been doing better by trying to listen to Nick's advice. Like, dude, that's like three episodes a week. That's like four episodes a week. And then I halfway through, I just forgot you about it. Just do one a day, one episode a day. You're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And That's I've been seven shows a season, no problem. Right. And I just, I fucking, I was doing. It's kind of hard to keep up like that, though. But I was doing that for like four or five weeks, and I fucking fumbled the bag halfway through. Anyway, it's easier to binge a lot of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of these were like, okay, I got to binge this, but like, you know. Um, but we're just gonna go down the mal list in in accordance to like what we were watching, you know. And then, yeah, dude. Um. So let's start with arguably the the best show. What a lot of people would agree is the best show this season. I don't know. I don't know. I well. The, oh, how, okay. These top okay. three actually, they're probably all up there. No, 
Uh, one, one of let's just say this: one of the shows is number one on Mail right now. <laughs> oh, is it really? Shit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Spy Family. This is the one about the spy Lloyd Forger and how he has to infiltrate um, a private school by getting a family. So he has to have an undercover wife and an undercover daughter that he adopts or kid rather and he just, it just happens to be Anya so his daughter and it's like a you know he's it's one of those like political noir spy type stories right so he has to like you know get in there to talk to a, an official or noble or get close to a noble or official between two warring European fictional European countries so based on the uh, the mango chutney by um, Tatsuya Endo and which is ongoing right now in Shonen Jump Plus. And, uh, yeah, I I mean, I think uh, this one is really good. I really like, I really think, and here's here's the thing, too, and I, I, before I pop off too much, I got I to gotta stop myself because, again, Nick, I filibuster and talk too much. But really, this collaborative effort by... Um, with Studio, Studio and, and Cloverworks, and yeah, thank you. And you know, you've you've had some animators in here also, who were who have done a lot of things at Colorado. I think a few things at Colorado, and it was really awesome. And now we are being birthed with a new studio from people from Wit Studio and Cloverworks are forming a new studio and I've already fucking forgot the name of it, but, Oh, it's like four letters. Yeah. 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 I reported it on the newscast. I already forgot the fucking name, but which is really, it's really cool. And I, the animation in this was consistent for the most part. Um, and also it's just a really fun story. And like Anya is a fucking, she's the best. She's a fucking meme at this point. She's cute. She's, She's exactly she's what like, she's like. Kana, except she's a real human. <laughs> yeah, she's like because obviously Kana is like a little too smart for her, you know. Yeah, she's a dragon. Too, she's so, a dragon, yeah. and then where Anya is like an actual like little girl, and it's it's really funny. It's like the episode where they where she wants to like it's her birthday, right? And she like wants to like do like her uh, like a reenactment of like her favorite show, which is uh bond man which is like a spy action spy show oh yep yep so they rent out a whole castle and turn it into like a big thing for her and he uses his like he uses his resources as a spy to make it happen yeah Yeah, lloyd does and they're like guy why is this so expensive and it's like it's all for the mission (laughs) he keeps like charging like the company like you know for it and so it's so funny dude but yeah it's it's, the good part about the show is like the juxtaposition between like the serious uh like nature of their all of their missions but then also the comedy that like everything turns into kind of comedy oh yeah that's that's right there yes because yes yeah like uh like lloyd's a spy yours the assassin and and anya's the is the psychic and like they all they're all hiding it from each other pretty much yeah um and like they all have to do serious things, but it just it just turns out so funny, and that's that's the best part of it. If if, if this show had no comedy, it would be like a five out of ten. Like it wouldn't be that good. But the fact that it's funny is is like the whole point. That's the whole reason to watch it. 
Yeah, like there's like that one interrogating scene with um Yor's brother, you know, he's like a a detective. Oh yeah, he's like a he's a Yandere. He's a Siskan Yandere. Yeah, he fucking <laughs> is just going ham on this dude in the interrogation room and slamming his head in the table and shit. And it's like super dark and serious and then the next the next scene is him at their apartment and being all dramatic and hilarious and you know kind of slapsticky a little bit. It's really funny. It's it's good. And I no, I agree with Nick's assessment there. I think it would not be as good if it was just all serious because then it's just, just another spy story, you know. But here there's like there's misunderstandings and uh, quirks about each of the three main characters where it's like, oh, shit, you know. Um, but, yeah, Danny, what about uh, what about you? Obviously, you really enjoy Danny, you were reading it in Manga Club with – because you guys ran into Manga Club, right? Uh, so when Manga Club was reading Spy Family, I wasn't a part of it. Oh, we said this already. Yep, yeah, right. I, yep. I, I actually started reading it while watching it. Because oh, okay. we were, we did a we did a group watch for it. That's right. That's right. So, um, but before I give my opinion, I I found the uh, anime studio company that you were talking about that you forgot the name of it. Um, and it's called uh, Joeen. J- oh, that's right. J O E N. And it's it's the new JoJo. <laughs> it's the new JoJo. Dude. It's uh, Aniplex, Cloverworks, uh, and um, Wit Studio. Yeah, they're they're joined. They're creating a, a new anime company. Yeah. So, um, I really liked. I really liked Spy Family. <laughs> um. Especially, I think my my favorite episode has to be episode five with the the castle. Um, Anya's birthday. Yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't her birthday. It was the celebration of her getting into the That's academy. What it was. That's what it was. And so, then Yor gets oh, like drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and Yor gets drunk and fucking uh, literally. She almost beats. Literally Lloyd. almost yeah, she's like, she's beats the shit out of Lloyd and stuff. So. Um, yeah, I, I really honestly had a lot of fun with this show. I think every time something quirky or silly happened, I was just grinning from ear to ear. The animation overall is fantastic. I think out of everything, I, my most favorite thing out of this, that came out of this show is the music. Uh, I, I, I just have, I have a thing when it comes to like, jazz um orchestrated music i i just i i I love it um it soothes me um yeah i i'm i'm really excited to see the second part um and there, I was actually really also intrigued on how they elaborated some of the episodes uh compared to um the manga like the castle theme the castle theme um episode they definitely elaborated that scene a little bit more than they did in the manga and the manga was like maybe five pages long and it's also the same thing with the dodgeball episode 
So. Oh god, the dodgeball one was fun. The dodgeball yeah, one was was, was great. Uh, you know, they had a kid who was like, he looked like he was an adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was good. That that whole scene in the manga, I, I it's it's a pretty short chapter in the manga. So I was really happy that they kind of elaborated and gave it a little bit more creativity, especially with the kids. You know trying so hard to throw the ball and stuff and making it look like that they were power like doing a power up like in Dragon Ball and stuff so yeah that that was great yeah, i like the dodgeball episode and the uh, any episode with with henry henderson the the school uh what is he's not the principal but he's like one of the higher ups in the oh, school oh um elegance yeah, it's the elegance yeah. guy. He so just, elegant. He's always looking for elegance, and yeah, yeah, I like him. I like his character the most, so it's funny. Yeah, dude. But yeah, great show. Everybody watched Spy Family. Everybody watched that one. This is like a general audience's show. Like, pretty much anybody can enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's, it's definitely up there. This is. I would put this in like a starter pack of anime for anybody. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I would totally like. If I wanted to recommend someone, like this is to one of the new out, staples. I yeah, think. to start like if someone is starting out into anime and they're interested and they don't know where to start, this is where to start. Yep, we oh, gotta move okay. on. Yeah. Yep. So uh, enough nut hugging, spy family. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Uh, Here we go. The real number one. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, are, are we doing sequels right now? We are, right? We're just going in order. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So Kaguya-sama, Ultra Romantic. Tom. This is 9.15 on Mel. It's the number one rated show on Mel. I have a question. That's, that, that's so weird for her that, that, a, that a shitty show would get number one. It's so weird. Yeah, it's cra- crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't you watching this? Because I'm watching better stuff. Like, Listen. Listen. Sam's watching fucking Tomodachi game. I'm watching better stuff <laughs> like know. Data Life 4. And, uh, Data Life 4, oh dude. God. And uh, Dawn of the Witch. No, oh, yeah, forget, I forgot I watched forget that, that, too. that. Forget that. This show. And uh, I'm just glad you know, it fucking beat uh, Birdie Wing. Uh, full, <laughs> full Metal for the number one spot. Yeah. Give it time, Danny. It'll get brigaded. Nah. <laughs> 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 never going down. I'll make sure of that. <laughs> yeah, so you guys, I mean, you guys are big fucking Kaguya-sama fans, right? So Yeah. Hell yeah. This yeah. is going on my decade list for this decade, period, no matter what. This is great. I I I think I had a lot more fun in this season than I did in any other of the seasons. Yeah, the show keeps getting better. Every season yeah. is better than the last. And and at first I thought my favorite was going to be um Kaguya, but honestly, Chika hands down is starting to become my favorite because she just she's literally just getting tired of um Oh yeah! Whenever um, she interacts with the president, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> she, like with Shirogane, and it's all like, oh, dude, man. like you need to stop. <laughs> like you're just bad at everything. You just admit. And then, it. and also her interactions with um with Ishigami. Oh yeah, they're there's great. like one scene where he's he's like describe or no, she's describing what she likes in a guy or something, and it turns out to be Ishigami, and she's like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> It's f- I think like all the girls secretly are in love with Ishigami, but nobody wants well, to say. You know, <laughs> honestly, I mean, I, I kind of have a soft spot for Ishigami as well. Yeah, he's funny. Especially, he's funny. especially in this season, he definitely had a lot of moments where he he sh- like he shined, uh, especially in the last 
few episodes uh, during, I think it was like the cultural festival. Yeah, yep. was... they had a whole little arc. Yeah, yeah. That whole scene, I, I think the cultural festival as a whole was a, a, like chef's kiss, like top of the, like icing on the cake. Yeah. Oh, we should briefly say what, what Kaguya-sama Love is War is all about. It's pretty much just you got the two main characters, Kaguya and the president. Shurugane. Uh, Sh- Shurugane. Shur- it sounds like sounds like you're talking like beef stroganoff when you say that. <laughs> you're like, it's pasta Shurugane. or Miyuki. Pasta uh, Yeah, Miyuki, Shurugane, and Kaguya, Shinomiya. And yeah, they're in love with each other, but neither of them wants to admit it. They want the other one to confess first. And so it's three seasons of that. But then you have every other character. You got Chika, and they're all in student council. There's a bunch right. of them. So Chika's in there. Ishigami's in there. Ino's in there. Uh, and then you have other characters who are outside of it, uh, like like uh, Kaguya's maid, which is Hay- Hayasaka. Yeah, she's she's the hottest chick, by the way, in the whole show. Okay, hands down. And then we have uh, we have we have Maki. We got a whole bunch of other characters. So yeah, um, and it's pretty much just like a bunch of like. A bunch of different romances. It's kind of like uh, what is it, Surizuri Children, but it's like a longer form version of that. Yeah, it it has like a bunch of stories within one episode. I think there's like three yeah, there's stories a plot, in B one plot. episode. Yep. So somebody recommended Re Zero if you like this. Oh show. God! I guess that makes there's a lot there's a lot of internal monologues. Like every character has internal monologues. Which actually makes it better. I like anytime you have internal monologues. I think it makes it better because like you can relate to the characters, mm-hmm. but you have to do it the right way. Otherwise, they just feel like a blank slate sometimes. But okay, this is season three. <laughs> they're ending their second year of school, right? Out of three, they're they're juniors in high school, I think. Yes. And uh, most of this last season is the culture festival. They're preparing for it and they're doing that. At least the last half of the of the season. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just a, it's just a whole bunch of like a series of funny, uh, scenes and sketches. Um, but that all like interconnects into a bigger story, mm-hmm. a bigger narrative kind of, but it's like a romance at the end of the day. It's a, it's a rom-com yeah. I, and, and I think it's one of the best anime rom-coms. I think I said that before, but I, like, I will every time say, I think about it, it gets better. Yeah, I will say, um, I, I will have to admit that the beginning of season three was a little bit slow for me. So um, it it, it kind of started really low, but then as I continued watching it, it started getting high for me, uh, especially closer to the end of the episodes. Yeah, it had a really great finale. Oh yeah, like that what, what happened in the beginning great. of this season? I totally. Um, died. I know one of the the bits was the arm wrestling. I think I enjoyed it. I, I pretty much um, enjoyed all the episodes. I, man, I wish I could remember some of the ones that I didn't really care for. Uh. Anyway, yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it's there, a great there show. There were some point parts of it that I was just like, this is a little boring. Um. So, uh, oh, I wrote down notes. Oh, there was a rap that didn't. didn't yeah, there was a to, rap. Uh, I mean, I didn't really. The president rap. Yeah, I didn't really <laughs> care about that one. Although, like torture. That particular episode, there, I can't remember which episode that was, but the ED was like five was, a di- uh, was animated differently. They had like yeah, a little yeah. dance routine kind of thing going on. 
where they were like I, I love when they do that with anime does that with eds like komi-san had an episode where they changed the ed yeah yeah um it's always good yeah it's good i i really i'm i'm very glad and grateful that uh nick you kind of forced me to watch this <laughs> Yeah, because Zella kept he wouldn't shut up about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and everyone kept telling me that I would have that I would like it, and uh, everyone was right. I was wrong. Everyone was right. Yes, I admit it. Okay, moving on. And by the way, the subs are way better than the dubs for this show. I think we mentioned that in the earlier reviews. Uh, I mean, I will. Okay, I'll defend the dub. It's Danny it's, the Dub. It's decent. The dub. It's decent. I I definitely really liked uh, it. No way. I liked it. The subs are so much better. Like Ishigami's voice is better. Chika's voice is better. Like it's not even close. Listen, I usually go for dubs too. I, I'd rather watch a dub. Listen, this is if, just great. If you enjoy dub, this definitely has a decent dub. I will say this last season. Um, the uh what's his name hang on sorry uh english um just describe him. aaron aaron Dem uh Demsnick, he he voiced uh the president for the first two seasons but in this last one uh clifford uh chap chapin oh that's right yeah okay maybe that was i, I did it. yeah i did mention that uh during our um first impressions so, but I, I would say Chapman, he definitely did a good job uh, portraying um, Shirogane. So I, I didn't really t see a difference uh, yeah. within the two voice actors. So okay. I, you're still getting a decent show if you go with dub. I don't. This think, is another show that I would put as a starter pack. I don't think dub or sub really matters in this case because the show sucks. Fuck you, Sam. Why don't you Sam's why right. don't you watch it and find out if it actually does suck? Because I'm trying to watch like better shows like Metabots and Beyblades and shit like that. Well, I don't like see you And Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't yeah, you're watching Yu-Gi-Oh, all right. Meanwhile, you're doodling over here. No. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> don't lie. All right. All right, next show, bitch. <laughs> That's besides the point. All right, we got we got to move it along. Kagusama, <laughs> uh, great show. Everyone watch it. Yeah. Um, Shield Hero season two. Okay, I actually did not finish this. I need three more episodes. I still, did not finish this either. Because James, I mean, why would you want to finish it? Why would you want to finish James will be show, mad I mean. at me if I finished it. So. Yeah, it's a curse, man. Mm -hmm. Of being in a ship, mm -hmm. you gotta wait for Sam. The other... Sam didn't watch it, right? No, I don't watch Kaka. All right. I will say we will I, we will talk about the show at a later yeah, date. Yeah, and I will say people on our Discord said that the second season was a little bit of a snoresville, and it's a and it's a kind of see arc season where you kind of just have to pull through it because the next arc is just going to be way better. So yeah. let's just yeah. hope we'll that that's the case with this. Did anybody watch Kawaii Daki Janai Shikamori Son? I did. It was okay. All right, okay. that's all you. Yeah, give us a little, little kind of uh, quick rundown of what you quickly. Think. What is it in five seconds, and then uh, why did you like it? You <laughs> or not like it? You Izumi yeah. uh, is a high school boy, and he's pretty much very unlucky. Like he needs to live in a bubble 
Like every single thing that oh yeah the unlucky kid I remember this. that can happen will happen. Um, it, all his luck went into getting that girlfriend. Literally, all his luck is 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 Shikimori. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah, it, and pretty much it's it's just uh, so Izumi. He's kind of the damsel in distress, and Shikimori is the knight in shining armor. So. And it's it's pretty generic. It's nothing, nothing extravagant happens like uh, compared to Kaguya-sama. Uh, it's it's. Oh, we got to mention Kaguya-sama's animation is insane. It's pretty good. Yeah. They did so good. Like when they wanted to, they ramped up that yeah. animation. Oh yeah. Um. With with Shikimori, Shikimori actually had some decent uh, animation. I mean. The character design for Shikimori alone is fantastic, especially when she get like when her cool side shows and like her eyes, like she just looks very princely. And even Izumi, there are times when when Shikimori turns into that cool person, Izumi goes, "Oh my gosh, who's that cute boy over there?" And like one of his friends is all like, "That's your girlfriend, dude." <laughs> <laughs> She's got the the tomboy Utena vibes almost. A little, yeah. Except she's not getting mind fucked every five seconds. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely nothing compared to Utena, that's for sure. Yeah, they're totally different shows, just like the fact that she's masculine. Yeah, kind of. yeah, she definitely, I mean, she can be feminine, but she also has that masculinity within her and stuff. Um, But yeah. She's an alpha this female. Is, this show is definitely a, a pretty generic show. I don't I don't really think a lot really happens. Uh although I will say the one of the one of the episodes that I definitely kind of remember and and I I really enjoyed was they did like a sports festival kind of thing and the four friends that are kind of centered around this show all of them were in the mixed uh, uh, relay race. So, and they kind of had, um, who was it? It was um, Hachimitsu. She's kind of like the deadpan uh, blonde chick. And she's kind of one of the slowest runners in, in, in the group. And so she kind of had like a little moment where she was like all her friends, like she noticed that all her friends were like, yeah, let's just try our best, even though, you know, we know uh, Izumi might like fuck this up in the end because of his bad luck and everything. But like, you know, let's try and win this. And she actually really tried really hard to support her friends and everything like that with with that moment and everything. Um, Oh, also freaking Izumi's dad, like best dad ever, because, because there was a fireworks festival going on, and Izumi wanted to show Shikimori this little secret spot that his dad uh, recommended he take her to, and when they went, they managed to find the, the spot, but at the end of the fireworks show, Izumi's parents ended up going to the same location, and something happened with uh, Shikimori. One of Shikimori's sandals uh, got broken, and her feet kind of uh, 
got like blisters from the sandals that she was wearing and Izumi's dad literally carried both her and Izumi at the same time and walking down the steps and Izumi was all like dad are you sure you can carry both of those because I can walk and Izumi's mom was like he's fine don't worry about it it was just it was really funny. <laughs> it's like the listless show. Uh Tanaka Kun's always listless. Tanaka Kun's yeah, always, he's always yeah, just getting yeah. carried around everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's cute. Yeah. Like I said, it's I mean, nothing it's very it's a very generic show. Um nothing compared to like Kaguya Sama or anything like that. But I, I would say mm-hmm. it's definitely worth checking out for sure. Yeah, if you if you like this uh genre. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, Komi-san wa Komi-yoshou second season. This is on Buttflix. Buttflix jail. <laughs> Sam doesn't like anything. <laughs> God, fucking Buttflix. No, dude, I love Komi-san. I was... I... Okay, Sam, if you love Komi-san, you'll love Kaguya even more. Kaguya's better. <laughs> Whoa. No, I doubt it. Shots fired at all Komi-san fans. Damn. You know what's right. Nah, I doubt it, dude. I'm not saying no. Komi-san's good, but Kagi is better. Nah, Komi-san's way gooder, dude. This yeah, one, okay. this one is about Shoko Komi, who has severe social anxiety, and she cannot. She like wants to make friends and be friends with everybody at school. Um, she just can't do it like a normal or average person would be able oh, to. Oh, she not, should start a podcast. I shouldn't say normal, but the, who the average person she wouldn't. She can't make friends like the average person because she can't communicate because she's anxious. She gets too anxious talking to people. So she befriends Tadano, who, like, seems to understand her and communicates with her, you know, via writing on a chalkboard. And she realizes, oh, well, if I, if it's a, if he's okay with me communicating with him this way, then that's how I'll do it. And she carries her a little notebook and communicates with people that way. And they try and make 100 friends for Comey. And so this is just the continuation of her trying to make more friends. So now they've decided at the beginning of the second season, Comey, have all your friends write down their name in this book, and that way that's how we're going to know um, how we do it. So like the first episode, the first couple of parts of it is her spending uh, time going around having the people who is already friends with her from season one write their names in the book, and then we get introduced to some new characters and little stories here and there, and it's it's just as fun. The animation is still very nice, very very solid consistent throughout the show very funny um if you enjoyed season one i can't imagine why you wouldn't enjoy you know season two i mean it's it's the same thing um except they've had they've had more characters to keep it fresh now they've added another character who is also anxious and he's like this big huge brutish guy which i think nick described really well in our uh first impressions um but like he he comes off like like, everyone's kind of afraid of him, right? Like, they're like, oh, my God, he's giving this terrified look when really he's like, crap, I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? But he's like this really big, buff, delinquent-looking guy. And um, so there's, there's like, another – now there's, like, another um, obstacle or edge to it to keep it interesting. So, yeah, otherwise, I don't – you know, there's not much for me to say about it other than what I've already said. Um, but if there's any thoughts that you guys want to add, you know, let's hear it. Uh well I I really enjoyed this show I know I said Kagi is better but I still really enjoyed Komi-san yeah I know it's just kind of like an aimless rom-com show which most of them are I mean there's not really a 
huge big picture other than her like getting better at communicating. Actually, also her classmates too. There's a lot of them who are super awkward in, in their like, own ways. ways. Yeah, like it like, covers a, a lot new of their one stuff who shows too, yeah. up as the narcissist coon who's yeah, like yeah, always yeah. looking at himself in the mirror and stuff. Yeah, uh, I found him really funny because he eventually makes friends with the delinquent guy. Yeah, and he's like, "I love your body. Yeah, get naked." <laughs> yeah, they're brosexuals, dude. Then <laughs> like all the guys just start getting half naked and flexing, dude. Yeah. If you're a guy, you've done that. Come on, <laughs> every group of guys has done that. Don't lie. Take off your shirts. Let me see them pipes. Okay. <laughs> Let's see them pythons. Um, so yeah, that was, that was cool. It's just cool to see like everything, everybody takes it to the next level. They all, they all want to help Comey, you know, helps cause she's like super hot, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> if she was, the funny thing is like, if she was like very homely and like unnoticeable, then yeah. I, I'm wondering if anybody would have even tried to help cause that's just human nature. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. Um, like that was, that's part of like the, the, the quirk about it is that she's like this really gorgeous. It's like, it's yeah. marketing though too. It's. Because it's like it's so hard to sell characters who are like really plain and like like ugly, you know. Like you know, people people tune into media to see like hyper realism. Like I don't want to necessarily watch like some some schlub. You know what I mean? Like I want to because I because I imagine myself in the beautiful person's shoes. Okay, that's what I want. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> the hell, dude. That's why this. That's why shows like Everybody Loves Raymond sucks. Like the dude's ugly. Anyway. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> no, there's a lot. There's a lot of shows with schlubby characters. I'm, I'm exaggerating. But. Yeah, niggas. Yeah, niggas. Yeah. Niggas joking. But yeah, no, I I get it. And um, uh, you know, I think uh, what's ironic about it is, yeah, like the whole thing is about Comey trying to overcome her shit, right? But everybody, because of that, everybody else around her who has their own quirky things are also like you know, getting over their own awkwardness and anxieties because they're trying to be better friends to her. And it's really funny, you know? Um, and also we got to hear her brother talk for the first time. Yeah. And that was, yeah. Uh, Shosuke. So funny, dude. And, um, my favorite part was probably the part where they played Hanafuda with the grandma, huh. her and her cousin play with the, Hanafuda with a grandma. Oh, that was early on, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, it was like uh, in the middle, a little, yeah, beyond. It was like, a, yeah. It was like in the middle somewhere. But like her cousin, you know, her little cousin's also awkward and she doesn't get to talking until you start talking to her. And, you know, she loses to her grandma and she takes away like New Year's money, gift money for every loss she takes or something. And then Comey's like, oh, you want to play Comey? Now you know how to play. You can avenge You can, if you win, if you, if you get even one point in Koi Koi, I'll give her all her money back. And then she's all dramatic. Like, she's like, Comey, avenge me. <laughs> Please, cousin Comey. <laughs> and uh, what I like about that is, like, even though I know how to play Koi Koi, um, the way they told that part was not super... It doesn't make it confusing. Like, you still understand it and what the nature of getting points and stuff is and playing, you know, saying Koi Koi when you get a, when you, get a you know, a hand or whatever, so... Um, but yeah, I thought I thought that part was funny, and I like um, the school trip. The school trip was really cute because yeah, that was good. School that was trip good. Yeah, uh, is my favorite out of the entire series. Because she goes with two other girls that we've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. I, and... I I really liked that dynamic between mm-hmm. uh, I think her name was Koto and Sasaki. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, you, you, when they were leading up to the school field trip, uh, Comey kind of admitted that she ended up not going to her middle, her middle school field trip because she was afraid because they kind of lugged her in with another group and they didn't seem to like want her there so she ended up not going so she was a little afraid on that that might happen in high school so but the teacher who was smart they did a lottery like pick a number and that's your group so that was actually really smart and I really liked that a lot because then you know you get to see Comey by herself and and interact with like People that isn't Tadano or Yamai or um, Najimi. Najimi and stuff like that. You get to see her on her own with like these other side characters that are are quirky in their own. And you see Komi kind of do critical thinking for herself to try and help with the situation and everything. So I really, yeah. really liked that a lot. Yeah. Um, and then in yeah, turn, they served was- as a as a push Tadano closer to Comey. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they kind of tried to... And, and also one of the other girls close to the delinquent guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah she likes a, yeah. She likes Like, him, that yeah. whole thing. So I, I will say, for me, again, Comey was a little bit lackluster in the beginning, but it started to elevate really quickly closer to the end. Yeah. What I liked about the uh, the field trip, uh, the school trip, was one of the episodes. I forget which one. They had the ending credits as like all of their pictures that they took. Yeah, yeah, oh, that, was that was great. That was like was super great. sweet. Yeah, and that reminds me, I gotta take more pictures. Like in general, when I do stuff, <laughs> <laughs> I always forget to take pictures. Like it's sad. <laughs> right. There's like a there's a fine line between too many pictures and zero. You know. Right. Right. You, you know, take like one or two and you're good. Right. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, Komi-san, really good. If you like the first season, you'll definitely like this one, and they yeah, add she, more to it to keep you, you know. It's funny because, like, a lot of the characters are finally figuring out that she likes Tadano. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, she see, obviously likes it. Even the bus driver ladies like, just get married that, already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the tour guide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was so cute when, I forget her name, um, the girl with the yo-yo. I can't remember if her name, I don't know the name. If That's her fine. name That's was fine. Sasaki. Don't worry about or, it. But anyway, she was just like a little instigator because, you know, she asked Comey like, oh, do you have a crush? And and Comey was all like, uh, yeah. And they're like, who is it? Who is it? At least tell me the initial. And she wrote H. And we're just like, oh, we know who it is. <laughs> it was just so cute. I loved it. Yeah. It's the homeroom teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, you can watch that on Buttflix, right? Um, I had on. Yeah, I don't know. Is the second season fully out on Netflix right now? It, the last one came out yesterday. Yep. Okay. Good. 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 Or okay. well, when you listen to this, it'll be two days. Ago, Netflix yeah. is like changing their model, so they're like releasing it in batches, I guess. And weekly, yeah, Some which is like slightly weekly. better than before. So yeah, it's also why I didn't finish Tiger and Bunny two because Tiger and Bunny two part two is coming out later. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But oh, all right, we gotta get moving. Out I had some more because shows. Tiger and Buddy just got heated. I know I'm about to it's I'm about to puke so game. Good. I had on San Oaxaca and I. Uh, this one I did not finish, but I watched a few more after our first impressions. This is I had on is indecipherable. 
This one is kind of like Komi-san. I dropped this um, one. Yeah, this girl wants to make friends, right? She's this little short girl, and she wants to make friends, but she doesn't know understand boundaries very well. And the classmate that she sits next to, um, Matsuboshi Raido, he doesn't get off-put or put off by, like, you know, her trying to, like, be friends with him in her awkward, you know, uh, way. So it kind of works out, and then they kind of help each other and also, again, help the people around them come over their quirks and stuff. Um, it's very similar to Komi-san in that way, except the difference is Komi-san has, like, actual severe anxiety while Ahedan-san has a little bit of anxiety, and because she doesn't know how to, like, you know, properly make friends with, like, a boundary, you know, in place. Um, but, yeah. Uh, it's... it's The the comedy in it is definitely more... A little more slapsticky than Komi-san. Um, but, yeah. Wh- who finished this one? I did. Okay, what did you... What are you thinking? What are you thinking, Lincoln? Uh, yeah, I, I enjoy this one, too. It's another another rom-com. We've done a lot of those so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'd rank the rom-coms, go Kami, or sorry, Kaguya-sama, then Komi, then this one. Sure. Of the ones that I watched, uh, there's more sure. from the season as well. But, uh, yeah, so this one, the, like the, it's, it's like a very uh, tiny, deadpan Komi because Comey, Comey's like kind of not deadpan actually. She's just like super nervous. <laughs> um, but this girl Ahern is like, she's like really funny. She makes a bunch of funny faces. Um, they have this one actually kind of reminds me of Spike's family too, because there's a there's a uh, character who's obsessed with like the word esteemed. It's like a, it's a teacher, and she's obsessed with this couple that like their dynamic, and she's like it's so esteemed, <laughs> and she gets like bloody noses and stuff. So I found that funny. Um, they had some, they had they did have like a couple scenes that actually made me like laugh out loud. There was like the basketball boom shakalaka scene. They had the they had a Leo Leo the professional reference with uh, that movie with Natalie Portman like when she was a kid. They had a, they had a reference to that. I don't know if anyone caught that, but me. But anyway, um, they had a Star Wars and Zelda reference. That, yeah, they do a bunch of references in this show. I just wrote down some notes for it. But yeah, like this is. It, it it's just like kind of a silly school show. It's nothing too serious. It's like way less serious than both the other two, which is probably why it doesn't have as much of a ceiling. It's just kind of goofy. And uh yeah, I mean that I, there's not it's 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 less less deep but also has some pretty good comedy moments and I would recommend it. If you're in it for more the comedy then I would I would say that. If you if you want would rather have more comedy than romance, I would, I would do that. That's all I got. What do you guys think? <laughs> I dropped it Sorry. because there were too many deadpans in one show. No, nah, dude, she was cute. It was funny. Like, like they're they're both deadpan. Like, he, like the big tall guy, and, and like I don't know, dude. It was really cute, and I kind of want to watch a couple more. Um, and she always beats him and everything, and that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she She's... beat him in the Pokemon battle. Like that was fucking funny. <laughs> God, dude. And the other characters I think are funny too. I think the other characters are funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dog, um, I'm going to watch a little bit more of this cause I think it's cute. Um, and again, it's not like, you know, the only thing that sets it apart really from the others are, um, I think, you know, the characters are, are different and that's, that's about it. But I think, it's, I mean, it, it's more comedy focused. Yeah. And it's, it's still well animated too. I think the animation is really decent. Yeah, Felix so. filmed the animation. Yeah. 
Very cool. Uh, I don't know the staff on it. Actually, the genre is only comedy. It's not even romance or anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summertime summertime render we put on hold because it's going into uh, uh, summer. Same for Tiger and Bunny. Same same deal for that. Uh, Tomodachi. No, Tiger and Bunny isn't going into summer. It's going to finish later, though. It's going to finish later, but it's not going into summer yet. Uh, Tomodachi game. This caught me by surprise. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not good, but you want to like. Yeah. it makes you want to watch <laughs> it. <laughs> it's kind of. Li- it's kind of like. It's just kind of like shitty, but it's like a. It's like a perverse, like interest in it a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, Yuichi Katagiri, he cherishes his circle of friends. Right. It's him and four other people. They're just a group of best friends, and they get entered into this thing called the Tomodachi game. And basically, they play these games to get out of debt. So it's like, okay, well, now you guys have this much debt. To get out of it, you got to work together and play these games, and I will take away your debt every time. And these games are built to test their friendship. And they basically go into the, you know, it, it. they introduce the anime like, oh, we're best friends. We do anything for each other. Doesn't matter. Blah, blah, blah. Kaka poopy. And then these games start testing their shit. And it turns out the main character, Yuichi Katagiri, is actually kind of this devious dude who is, like, really into challenges, even if it means, like, somewhat sacrificing or hurting the people around him in a, in a way. Um, or hurting the other player. And so he's, like, this he really clever... off. Yeah. He's kind of like this really clever, like, fucking person. And one of the five sold them out to the Tamadachi game. So one of the five friends stole money for a school trip to go pay to get in it. And they're trying to figure out who it is in the beginning. And so they have to play three games. And then uh, we'll play more games later on after the third one. So the first game is kind of like... um, Kokoro's. You agree if Yeah, it's like a yes or no kind of game. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second one is like I forget the name of it, but it's like a board game where you walk across and bad you have to game. write Yeah, the ba- it's called the Bad Mouth game, but like the game it's based on is a different kind of Japanese party game. And then the the, the third one is like a different twisted version of Team Hide and Seek. And so Yuichi Katagiri, it turns out that he's like, this is one of those tropes that some people might hate. It turns out that Yuichi Katagiri is like this crazy badass who's like really smart and, uh, you know, thinks of how to win these high stakes games and things like that. So if you're into that kind of thing, you're into like, you know, you know it's kind of like a poopier version of um, Kakirugui. Yeah, or, you know. yeah. I think that's kind it's of like Classroom of the Elite a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. I think so. that's why I kind of like this. Because it, it's it's not as good as Kakaguri. Because I love Kakaguri, ironically. Um, but the stakes in it, and and I I don't know. It's like a suspenseful kind of thing too, where you kind of just don't know what's going to happen, but you're just intrigued on watching it and to find out what is really going on. And there's actually like a story behind the whole uh, Tomodachi game and why uh, this group of five of friends is playing the game too. 
So um, I mean, you find out things about uh, Tenji on why he's in this game and everything like that. So it's to me, I it's it's pretty interesting. And I was talking to Sam about this after I finished it, and I'm almost intrigued to reading the manga because they haven't really announced a second season yet. So. I right. kind of want to know what happens next because the ending kind of leaves you on a cliffhanger a little bit. Right. They're, they're supposed to be playing more games after that. Yeah. Because so after the third game is over, and we don't want to spoil it because there's so many mysterious things that get revealed throughout the show that we don't want to spoil yeah, it too much. Yeah. But if you're going to watch it. But like after the third game, everyone goes home and then they, they, they're supposed to play more. So, um, but like the, well, the fourth one be- begins with mm. the fourth the ending begins with the fourth game. Yeah. But also, like it, at the end of the second game, whoever wins the second game, that person... So so the, second, the third game, typically, only a chosen few are able to advance. Whoever, whoever finished the board on the last space right. can go to, the set, to the, go to the third game. Right. And... Yuichi was going to go by himself, but then Tenji ended up doing something that made him go with. Right. So not I won't only, say what. Yeah. But. Yeah. Not only that, but like the third game would be nearly impossible to play with just one person. Right. Which they, they don't fucking tell you. You I, know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. So. So like yeah. animation wise and story wise, it's not anything like super special. It's super generic. But, yeah. Yeah. But the characters and the. The, the thing that they're writing with these characters is what makes you kind of keep watching it. At least for me, that's what it was. Yeah, that was for me too. I was just like, whoa, okay, this shit is just about to go down. Especially right. especially during the third game. I feel like the third game, like the hide and seek thing was mm-hmm. definitely like edge off of your seat. Like what's going to happen next? Like what's, y- yeah. what's uh, Yuichi going to do this time? Like It definitely is kind of, and I haven't seen Squid Game yet, but it's kind of like Squid Game except nobody dies. Right. Um. But like, which I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. Soon. Yeah. Squid Game's a little different because they. It's it's like just a survival. It's like Fall Guys kind of. Yeah, <laughs> and it's much. their own debt, isn't it? Like it's. Like and they're not. Own. They're not necessarily on teams the whole time. No. They yeah, kind yeah. of are, but they kind of aren't. Right. So yeah. Um. Uh, Nick, did you watch this one or? You did, right? Uh. Yeah. You guys. You guys hit all the hit all the oh, notes. Okay. Okay. I've been coughing, so. I've been. Nick's been dying. Uh, but he's fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, this one, I I got to admit, I kind of had it on in the background at one point, so I forgot oh, sure. a lot of details about it. Um, sure. And it was like the foot I finished. So yeah, you guys, you got it. I think I think this is one of the shows from the season that people are gonna recommend. Yeah, it, it's kind of like a disaster porn. Like it's just kind of fun to watch it. It's not like actually yeah. like high entertainment or whatever. But you know, if you like uh, Death Note and Kakaguri and all that. It's it's like uh it's kind of like kaiji a little bit too where they got the high stakes the, yeah, yeah high stakes mind fuck shit happening and like death parade yeah oh yeah death parade mm-hmm. yeah some of the games in death parade mm-hmm. are like that yeah mm-hmm. um I love death parade so much god damn yeah death parade anyway better, but yeah <laughs> yeah death parade's way better but yeah anyway um moving on skeleton knight in another world who watched this nope. one I did okay not. Well, I will mention I will mention one thing that I didn't get to mention about this in our first impressions the opening is done by Pelike. If you don't know who Pelike is, then you need to go on YouTube and search Pelike right now. It's P-E-L-L-E, capital K, capital P, okay? He is, like, this Finnish, like, 
YouTube musician. And he, like, does... He has a very high octave in his voice. So he's able to do, like, those really high power metal notes, like, like Dragon Force and shit. And so he does, like, anime covers, too. And he got so popular with the anime covers for so long. You know, for I've been watching him for, like, the last, like, almost five or six years. And so the fact that he got to do an anime opening straight up is really sick. So I just... His Japanese is pretty oh, decent. Shit. It's not... Yeah. Oh, I know who I know this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention that because I'm such a big fan of Pelike, but I forgot to mention it because we didn't, you know, we didn't watch it too much during our first impressions. You know, I watched a few more episodes. Um, it does kind of get, you know, like a regular isekai, like halfway through. It's whatever. A lot of people did enjoy it, though. But that being said, I just wanted to mention that Pelike is really cool. So even if you don't watch Skeleton in Another World, definitely subscribe to Pelike on YouTube. I mean, I'm not Skeleton. It's, it's a seven, so it's pretty. Decent. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skullface it had kind of a bad and, start. Yeah. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, start was just like okay, maybe it got better, go. but it I did not. I remember I did want to start watching this, but I, I was watching too many other things that I didn't put this on. The other radar. stuff is better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that anyway, that's all I wanted to say. You should subscribe. Go watch Overlord if you want to watch a guy in a skeleton suit. <laughs> Yeah, our Honda face, uh, skull Facebook seller, Honda Uh No one watched. I'm quitting hearing. So no. moving on. No one watched Data Life Four. Potabi Kome. Yes. Your boy Kogman. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Show is great. This, I like. This is another I good show. So much fun with this show. This is the one where Zuzie uh, Kongming. Literal uh, Kongming. Yeah, one of the. He has a reputation as one of the greatest tacticians of the Three Kingdoms period of third century China, uh, you know, having led his um, his army and his uh, the royals he worked for uh, through many victories during war, especially during the Battle of the Wuzhang Plains. So he gets uh, reincarnated into present time and meets Eiko Tsukimi, uh, you know, an aspiring musician, an aspiring uh, pop star, and... Uh, he helps her after hearing one of her songs and he decides I'm going to use all of my knowledge of all my tactical knowledge and all my knowledge of getting through um, our kingdom's hardships to help you achieve your dream because your music is fucking like the angel singing dog. It's lit, bro. That's what he says. You're like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to fucking help you out. Um, so yeah, that's literally what the show is about. But I will say this too. Um, you know, I gushed about the animation in the fr- during our first impressions, and the animation was pretty consistent throughout, so I enjoyed that very much. But I will say this. It was cool because they added more kind of other characters that that Kongming also helped out while helping out yeah. Eiko. Yeah. And yeah, it even was his really enemies. Cool. He, he hurts his enemies, but he helps them at the end. Yeah, exactly. It's Because like, he kind of learned from his previous life. Yeah. I guess he, I don't know enough about Three Kingdoms. I really know I know almost nothing about it. Which I sh- we should all probably like brush up on that. To be honest, I don't know that much about it either, except for what was told here and you know little things I've read here. They and did there. have a Portal Three Kingdoms Magic the Gathering set. Very rare. <laughs> That's all I know, dude. Um, but yeah, it was it was really cool. Like there was they were they were talking like just for an example. I don't want to like re summarize it, but like there was there's a character who's a rapper. And he kind of lost his way, you know, um, in in his dream. And Kome is telling 
which is like the Japanese way of saying Kong Ming, is telling Eiko, like, hey, man, we should get a rapper on this bitch, you know, get a rapper up in here. And they get him, and the way they get him is Kome does a rap battle against him. Yeah, he battles like, him. Yeah. It was a good battle, too. It was like, it, it was, was cool. <laughs> like, yo. This is, this uh, is another uh, subtitle show. I think you should watch it subbed. I well, there agree. is no dub for it. And I don't but I'm saying once they put out the dub, I don't think they can do better. Chilling with my homies. I will Danny say. And Nick. I, I will say hearing. Watch an anime all the way slick. Hearing. Rap in a foreign. Hand me a lighter. Let me light that I bit. I catch up because I went to Arby's. That's how this fucking dub is going to be, dude. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Danny. I was trying to. I was trying to lay down the. I was trying to lay down the bars. Okay. Sorry. Mm. Anyway, I will yeah, say. Da- Danny, wrap your analysis. So I'm going to lay down no, the bars. No, I cannot. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. No. <laughs> I am iambic pentameter, Danny. Let's go. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. My name is Danny. I'm the leader of the bunch. You know me well. <laughs> and I'm here to kick some tail. I forgot how that goes. <laughs> Danny Kong. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, oh the Donkey Kong rap, yeah. Sorry, Danny. Anyway, um, I will say hearing rap in a foreign language is really weird. It's easier to rap in some languages than it is in English. Like in Spanish, like everything fucking rhymes. I think in Japanese, it's it might be easier too, to be honest. Like if you speak Japanese, like I don't obviously like I can't fucking do it, but like I don't know enough Japanese things, to know, but yeah, certain languages have more words that rhyme. Yeah, I mean, it it was still fun to watch. I'm just pointing out that to me, it was, it was a, it was a little weird to hear it in a, in another in another language. So, I'm not saying yes. weirder I'm, I'm hearing not, it at two times speed. Got it. <laughs> Again, I'm not I saying that it was speed. bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was just a little culture shock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Danny the first just doesn't time, like the ethnics. The first okay. I fucking hate you. Hot <laughs> dude. Hey Sam, can you the go f- over to Nick's house and like fucking beat the shit out of him for me? No, I'm not gonna beat. The- I'll just pee on his car. Hand. I'm gonna rap. <laughs> this is this is the Funimation rap. We went to Applebee's and then we had a big burger. Oh, that's how they're gonna dub it. That's how they're gonna dub it. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Like. Uh, yeah, it's a, the first time I heard rap in a different language was with Spanish because I grew up Hispanic, you know? And, uh, you know, they were going over to the cookout and they are playing reggaeton shit, you know, fucking cholos. I mean, but, that shit's good, though. Yeah, Gasolina, it's classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, or Chacaron. Chacaron, Chacaron, Chacariron, Chacaron, Chacaron, Chacariron. Shout out to Sean Paul. Uh, Sean Paul's better than people. Change my mind. Okay, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> your boy Kong Ming is very good. I think you should watch it. I, it's such a you know what? It's just kind of a quirky. It's wholesome, show. and it's wholesome, and the music in it is cool. Like the music that they make for Echo and the other characters are are, are pretty sweet. You know, I like it. So not only um, that, the OP and ED slaps. Oh yep, yep yeah. Yep. Bon bon a cheeky cheeky bon bon. Because they stole that. <laughs> it was like a Hungarian song, I think, that they took. Yeah, they, and they took repurposed they took, it. Yeah, and then they re, yeah remixed it. Re, yeah, something like that. But like the even just the animation, the dance that they do. Yeah, it's really in the good. beginning is it's so good. Yeah. I love it. I just post that gif all the time. Yeah. I think there's an emoji of it in one of the servers I'm in, so I'm gonna start using that more. Um, I think it's in the AAA podcast Ooh, we server. Should, we should we should uh, 
steal you, it. You steal <laughs> it. Yeah, the OP yeah, already has 8.6 million views at the time of this recording. <laughs> In three months. That's pretty good. That's crazy. Um, yeah, dude. Okay. Moving on. Trapped so, in well, the dating. <clears throat> I got to oh, say sorry. my favorite part. Uh, this this I oh, actually sorry. do know about the Three Kingdoms. There's a stratagem that he used called Borrowing 100,000 Arrows. Oh, yeah. Right. And this was fucking dope. I got, like, goosebumps from this shit because there, there is a contest. In, we never mentioned this. Nanamine is, is, uh, ends up being... No, um, don't say it. 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 She's a character. Let's just say she's a character. Okay. You got the main girl. What's her name? Aiko. 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 She makes friends with this other girl. And then turns out they got a battle. Okay? I'm not going to say what happens. But. Yeah, this part was cool, actually. There's a part so where uh, Aiko and her crew and Kong Ming, he develops a strategy and he, he borrows 100,000 arrows. So he's they have to get to a certain amount of likes. They have to get 100,000 likes and uh, on like social media. And so they kind of piggyback off of another group's like popularity. And they like they steal their likes in like an underhanded man. It's fucking it's crazy. I don't want to say exactly how it happens, but it's it's so cool how they did that. Um, my other favorite character that uh, is in this part is one of the uh, one of the editors. He's also like a, a his own musician, and and Aiko calls him the pudding oh, geezer. Oh, kid, <laughs> yeah, 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 the kid, pudding yeah. geezer. <laughs> It's so funny. funny. It's so funny. And yeah, like there's a part uh, where each character has to like grow as an artist yeah. uh, later in the show. And that's, it's just really cool. Um, yeah. And I would say Aiko and Nanamine's uh, relationship is really, is really uh, uh, heartwarming probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah, it's just like. No, it really is. Yeah. They just become like best friends. It's just, just good. Because they're yeah. Yeah. Working so closely together to try and do this thing and it goes like i don't know what your game is but hell yeah let's fucking do it and then over time they just become really close and it's super dope yeah and and yeah. and kong ming just like kind of orchestrates it all and it's fucking awesome so yeah. yeah great show great music everybody watch yeah dude um trapped in a dating sim i nobody this is garbage nobody watched that garbage. did we watch anything else let's just <laughs> Uh, yeah, I watched Love After World Domination, the one of the oh, I did shows too. of the season. Yeah, we wa- I watched that. Let's just talk about that. Let's talk about that. This is a romance. Now, imagine, if you will, a Super Sentai show, but it turns out that the big bad of the villain group and the, the, the Red Ranger of the Sentai group start dating, and they have to keep it a secret. That's the plot. That's literally it. And so Fudo Aikawa, who's the Red, uh, red Gelato, ranger of the gelato five he starts dating decimi of the gecko secret society evil secret society and um yeah dude and they have to keep their relationship a secret and it's really quirky and that's kind of like the catch of their relationship and it's super funny i think it's really funny um the characters around them are hilarious you have fucking bareface canon johnson (laughs) and then you have fucking the they don't go into the other gelato rangers too much um but like later they add like the pink gelato ranger and she's really cute she's really funny um she's one of like the only other like people who know about the relationship there's a few others but i won't say who um but it's 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 really cool it's i think it's 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 really funny to be honest with you and it's definitely underrated i mean it's got a 7.5 on mail i guess but like, um, obviously, it, it aired during, like, Kaguya-sama and Komi and all that, so... Yeah, it, it definitely of, got undershadowed by 
overshadowed. overshadowed. Overshadowed by the other. Uh, I wonder how you get undershadowed. That's like if I had to go to the bathroom <laughs> and I slipped on my own pee because I didn't pee in the toilet. <laughs> That's how you would get undershadowed. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I it's it's really weird because like. It's 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 another it's again it's another one of those shows where they kind of introduce characters like most shows they introduce new characters throughout the thing, and it turns out that their secret relationship that they're trying to keep secret you know inadvertently helps these other people come out you know get over their own quirks and stuff. Um, there's even a part where like you know one of the other villains in their villain group um, because the division that Destiny is a part of is like the they're called the Reaper Princess or Reaper Queen division and. I forget the name of it. Um, but, like, uh, there's one girl. She's in love with the bear-faced guy. Uh, Culver Steel and Bear. Steel Princess. Yeah. Steel Princess is in love with Culver and Bear. And, you know, you're not supposed to date within the company. <laughs> but, you know, like, they still, like, make it happen because Destiny is like, oh, well, I'm dating a fucking – I'm dating the enemy, so why right. wouldn't I fucking help you? Right. Even if it's against company policy, fucking who cares? Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's good, dude. I – yeah. I really like the show a lot. I liked it. In the end. I liked it too. Um, yeah. I, I feel like the one side character that I fairly enjoyed was uh, um, Anna. She was kind of like the one who was bullying Desumi in school and stuff. Oh, yeah. Anna Hoja. Yeah. But like even though she was bullying Desumi, she actually really likes Desumi. So yep. that that was like... That was cute. So, so that aspect is way to me is way better than what Yamai does in Komi. In my opinion, you think that was handled better? Than- yes. Yeah, it yeah. was definitely handled way better than than what Komi has with uh, Yamai. Especially when it okay. came, when it came to like when Anna was blackmailing um, Red Ranger uh, Fudo. And he went to go meet up with her, and she was all like, "I can't remember what what she did." Like, I think, oh, she told she told him to. She was pretty much making him tell her, like, to like to say that she liked her over Desimi, and she wanted to break. She wanted him to break up with Desimi and stuff. And Fudo was all like, well, I'm not going to do that. You know, uh, you know, this isn't right for blackmailing somebody. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I understand, like, I'm good looking kind of thing. And she's like, I don't like you, you asshole. I like Desumi. He's like, what? So. Yeah. And he was like, going to do everything but, you know, right. just like protect. Yeah. 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 And it's it's really cute. I think it was it was a fun show. It kind of ends in uh it has like a weird like ending big battle thing at the end, which is weird. But like. Um, it kind of makes sense because it was like you want all the characters to kind of like each other, mm-hmm. you know, in a weird way. But um, yeah, the art and animation is a little inconsistent. There's like some, there were some cuts where like Destiny's face was just like smeared in just a weird way, and it just was like it just stayed that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the animation was pretty mid on the show. Yeah. Um, when they were doing some of the fight scenes, it was really nice because they would just animate the actual fight scenes and not just have like, you know a still rushing thing with a moving background, you know? Um, but yeah, there was a lot of producers who had their hands on it too. Um, you know, toy video, pony Canyon, uh, Arma Bianca, Bitgroove, dream shift. 
um, which I haven't yeah, heard of some yeah. of these, but it was product number nine. But anyway, I think it's a really good. I think you should watch it. Give it a, give it a peep at least to give it the three episode rule. I think it's really funny. I like all the characters. So yeah, and they get together right away. That's that's. They kinda, yeah, they're they like kind of flip flop this romance. Yeah, they're already dating, and it's like yeah, um, they do have like a you know a part in the first or second episode where they show how they got together, or how they started dating, but the rest of it's like yeah, they're already dating. That's like the whole it's point. Super of it. cute. So yeah, um. Did anyone watch the second part of Science Fell in no, Love? So I tried to prove it. These last three, I did not watch. Okay. I didn't even There's watch. There's a few more I did, though. Okay. I didn't watch so, Bookworm either. I, I, forgot to, I forgot to watch The Executioner of her way of, and Her Way of Life. So we, There's we a can, lot of shows this season. There was a lot. Holy that shit, I, and I, dude. We got to it, and I fucking, fucking just fucked up and forgot. I finished the like Don, nine. The Dawn of the Witch, I was enjoying, and then it just got... It got kind of boring, you know, like I was like, okay, like, let's just get to the part where we get to see fucking zero, you know, like, come on. Um, yeah. Anyway, Bookworm season three, Nick. Bookworm uh, season three, baby. Okay. How did they handle three. this and how did they handle the story? I don't want to spoil it too bad because, I mean, it's season okay. three. So um, <clears throat> I'll just quickly, if you don't know what a sentence of a bookworm is, it's an isekai about a girl who dies and gets reincarnated as a little girl, but she still has her old memories or her old like way of thinking. And so she she knows how to like use modern science and techniques to to invent things basically, and so even as a little girl she's just like inventing stuff. And uh, basically her whole goal in life is to like create books like so she can read them. She loves reading books, and she's a bookworm. There you go. <laughs> so um, her obstacles are like she has she has this thing called the devouring, which like eats away at her because she has too much mana. And she has to channel that mana into like special uh, stones and stuff like that and just use it basically. And uh, she, she basically has to do all these things. Like she has to become uh, acquainted with like merchants and the royalty and the church just to stay alive. Cause otherwise like as a commoner, she can't actually live. So she has to like barely like cling to these, these different things to, to uh, you know, to help her, you know, from, from just dying in that world too. So uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's kind of like Spice and Wolf. It's kind of like uh, I'd say Spice and Wolf is the best comparison. Although there's there's less romance in this one compared to Spice and Wolf. So, but it's just kind of like an economics like intelligence kind of show. Uh, but it does get have it does have some like little bittersweet sad moments. So mine is the main character. Her name is mine. And she makes a bunch of friends. She has Ferdinand, Benno, Lutz, Tuli, her sister, her dad, her family. Uh, Sylvester is one of the royals. And Sylvester is kind of one of the main royals from this uh, season. And he offers to make her part of his family and be adopted by him. But if she if she does that, then she'll have to leave her own family behind, her biological family. So um, it's kind of it's a really tough decision. But she eventually has to make a choice at the end of the season. And it's like, it's like super uh, endearing how they, how they handle that. Um, And, you know, it's just, it's just a fucking, it's like a really solid, good show. You have, you have to start from season one. Um, It's just kind of like this girl just like struggling just to survive, but it's, it's kind of funny too. It's a little silly too, but it's also serious. So, I think everybody should watch it. If you like isekais, if you like the sad type shows, that's not too sad, but a little sad. Um, it's got the, a little bit of Mashoku Tensei, a little bit of uh, 
Mahotsuke no Yome, Ancient Magus Bride, a little bit of like all of those. Uh, Danny, you would like this one too. I Snow mean, I watched with the red first, hair. I watched the first season, but it just got boring for me. Yeah, Sorry. there's a lot of like technical stuff to it sometimes, or they they get kind of bogged down in like, oh, here's how you make this formula or whatever. So I, I didn't get really bothered by that, but um, it's just cool to see her like survive. <laughs> that's pretty much it. So that's it. Bookworm. Everybody watch it. Great isekai. One of my favorites. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, right. Did Danny? Did you watch Awashi or no? I I am watching it, but it's going into summer. So I'm not, oh, okay. I'm so not we'll finish that when it finishes. caught up, but what I, okay. I I only watched six episodes, and what I'm watching right now, it's actually pretty good. So okay. I'm enjoying um, it, of course. Day I am on Recipe for Happiness. I did not watch. I um, put this on hold. It's a little yeah. mediocre, like dance. That's a seven point six on Mel. That's pretty high. Dance, dance, dance. Here, I really wanted to watch. And I didn't get around. It, to it. is so at first, good. At first, that's a girl I was, show. <laughs> at first, I was hating, and then I was like, "Oh my god, wait, this looks fucking amazing." Yeah, what's wrong this. with you, Sam? Oh, this is on Disney Plus, dude. Shit. Well, dude, my, my anime might, list added a new thing where they tell you where it's, it's on crunchy as well. Well, it might not be on U.S. Disney Disney Plus. Yeah, I think that's Japanese D Plus. It's okay, on if, you, yeah. if you use NordVPN, you can find it then. Yeah, <laughs> it is on Crunchyroll. Sponsored. Though. Um. So, d- did you watch this one, Dan? Absolutely, or? dancing. Okay, uh, you know I watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was. Just, did, did you finish it? Oh, primitive. No, Sam, I did form. not finish it. Okay, of well then, move. Of course, on. I finished it. Yeah. Okay, well then, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Danny, uh, tell us why it's good, but do it in a faster way than I did. Okay. Uh, so the story centers around Junpei, who has a love affair with ballet. He doesn't want to admit that he likes ballet, but he actually really does. He gets kind of, anytime he watches um, a dancer dance, like this really spectacular uh, moment in the choreography, he kind of gets like the this like butterfly sparkly kind of moment where he's just like excited and he wants to dance and stuff. So. And he, his rival, uh, well, he, he meets um, Miyako, which her mom owns a dance studio, and he kind of goes to that dance studio, and then he meets uh, Luo, who is uh, Miyako's cousin. And Luo, he's, he's very good. Like, he's kind of like a prodigy of, of ballet. So, but he also has a very sad past, uh, that involves with his um, grandmother and uh, his mother kind of had like a scandal uh, and stuff. So he's he's kind of traumatized, uh, tra- troubled. Uh, he has a lot of mental health issues uh, that he needs he kind of needs to work work through. So, but throughout the show, it really se- just centers around uh, Junpei and and Luo. Because uh, they went to this competition, and uh, Miyako's mom kind of made uh, it was like a bet between Miyako's mom and Luo if he is able to win the VIP, the the MVP dancer of this competition, he'll be able to uh, go overseas and. Um, go to like one of the top dancing schools overseas 
that didn't end up happening. The one of the judges that was at this competition uh, recital did not think that the choreography that Junpei uh, and Luo and like the group that uh, Chizuru's studio uh, uh, danced because uh, they did uh, a rendition of Swan Lake or at least one of the numbers from Swan Lake. And they kind of did some improv a little bit, uh, even though it was one of the best numbers of the entire show. Uh, this one judge said, that's not what true uh, Japanese ballet is. Like, you might want to look into another genre of dance. So Junpei kind of got pissed at that and was all like, hey, Lu, let's go to this school where they're having like summer classes. And if just so that we get the recognition from this this judge. So and it really goes into a lot of about mental health and trauma and um, abuse and everything. It's it's really good. I I mean, you had me at abuse. I'm going. <laughs> I I'm going to be biased because I am a dancer, and this is something that's really up my alley. It's really nothing like uh, Welcome to the Ballroom. What about their necks? Do they have neck with two C's? Um, I mean, it's nothing like Welcome to the Ballroom. Welcome to the Ballroom has like three necks. So, okay. Uh I mean, I I like how the characters look. That's kind of how quote unquote dancers are supposed to look like. They they they're supposed to look very thin and very frail. So uh they're lying. So it didn't really it didn't really bother me how the dancer how the characters looked and everything. So, I mean, I I I'm love I loved it. Uh there was some controversy in Discord. Mike uh mentioned a spoiler that happens in the manga and it kind of turned him off from the from the show. Uh I looked at the spoiler and personally it didn't really affect me too much. So uh I'm I still loved the show and and all the events that happened within the show and Everyone, Mike included, please give it a chance. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the animation is is phenomenal. Uh, Studio Mappa uh, always does a great job. So, and both OP and ED, phenomenal. Uh, very, very uh, creative with the OP and ED. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Demon Girl Next Door season two. I guess I mean I, I'm watching I, it, but I didn't. I that didn't was in our it. SmackDown. She was in the Magical Girl SmackDown. She was. Yeah. I believe that's it. a high score in Mel seven point nine. Yeah. There's a lot. There's too, way too many fucking shows this season. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The only I only got one more or two more after this. So I mean, did anyone else? Okay. Oh no, three more. Sorry. Jesus. More. Okay, we got to go like the five minutes apiece. One, seriously. The last one on this list that I watched is uh, Heroines Run the Show. Which is the, okay, the idol show? Which honestly, it's it wasn't that bad. Might as well talk about it. Just talk about it. It <laughs> it really wasn't terrible. Um, it's actually kind of cute. I mean, again, it was a little bit of a mediocre show, but overall, the events that happen, it it 
doesn't really center a lot around like the idol part like kind of how um like uh what's that freaking show that Quoka is obsessed uh idol master yeah idol it's nothing like that it's it, there's actually a story that is involved and yes it kind of evolves around idols but it's just honestly just a, a an, an ordinary music show the main character is the manager that's why it's different yeah yeah, yeah. and she yeah. she kind of she gets the chance to go, m- move to Tokyo to be on a track team because her in her hometown there's no the high school doesn't have a track team so she had the opportunity to transfer to Tokyo to join the track team that's there so and in order for her to have uh, at least some sort of income while she's in Tokyo, she finds this job ad that paid very well and you don't really need uh, experience. And she went on this interview and it just so happened to be like manager in training for this idol group called Lip Lip. So. Uh, yeah, and it's just about it's just about her managing Lip Lip. Yeah, it's, it's cute. I mean, it's nothing uh, like you know, anything extravagant happens. I mean, there are certain points that are just like, oh, no, what happens? Like, I think in the uh, third or fourth episode, uh, there was, like, um, something bad happened, and she had to, like, she volunteered to grab... It was, like, one of, like, a giveaway gift for a concert that Lip Lip was... was, performing and they wanted to give their fans like a little complimentary gift like saying thank you for supporting us kind of thing and they made like these cute little um lip lip medals and one of the staff forgot the bag that had the the gift in it so she took a cab and ran back to the to the um studio to grab it and then there was like a traffic uh like big traffic accident that happened and so traffic was backed up and so she actually ran to the event and she kind of sprained her ankle in the process so and that kind of affected her um her track meet that she had later on so that was like kind of like a oh no what's going to happen kind of thing um I did kind of wish that they would have uh, shown a little bit more of her doing some of her training for her for her track and field stuff. Um, but I kind of understand why they really kind of majorly centered it around her job of her being the manager in training. So, yeah, but there okay. there was a cute episode where her like childhood friend came to visit to go to one of the concerts and the two boys uh that are lip lip like helped her uh look pretty like she got a haircut and um one of the the characters did her makeup and they went took her out shopping to make her look a little girly it was really cute so okay yeah all right that's it that's all my shows um, then I watched Kunoichi Tsubaki no Muni no Uchi in the heart of Kunoichi Tsubaki-kun. Um, you know, this is just a slice of life about some ninja girls training to be ninja girls. And it's really funny because they're all being taught that men are horrible and men are shit. But then it turns out that, like, 
that's all lies, obviously. Like, there's nothing wrong with men. It's obviously, just, that's a lie, dude. Men are the yeah. best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. But, you know, like... <laughs> um, Debatable. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's 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 you know ninjas doing ninja shit and they're cute ninja girls doing ninja shit. So I think that's it's a pretty fun show. It's a slice of life. You know you can kind of get through it in the background. It's Studio Cloverworks and um, it, I I I like it. I enjoyed it. I kind of feel like it might be better as a manga. Um, that's what I've heard some see, some people say. Um, but that being said. If you want to watch the show, I think it's, I think it's, I personally think it's really cute and it's just classic ninja stuff. There's nothing too weird about the ninja stuff they do. You know, it's replacement jutsu, flame breathing. They don't, they don't have like snakes crawling out their hoo-hahs, do they? They don't have pain, you know, they don't have Madara throwing a whole asteroid at people, that kind of thing. Oh, that sounds dope. Holy shit. Yeah. I've, I watch the Madara fight often when Madara fights the whole leaf village and like he fights like literally every shinobi in the world. Fucking badass. Um, uh, then I watched Black Rock Shooter Dawnfall. I watched a couple more episodes. This was disappointing, to say the least. 5.8 on Mal. Yeah, it's, um... Mal's getting pretty good with their scores. Most of the stuff is pretty accurate. I thought it was going to be an adaptation of, like, like a reboot or a new story involving Black Rock Shooter. And it is a new story involving Black Rock Shooter, but it's a new story involving the world that Black Rock Shooter comes from and not like like the original one. So I kind of was just like, oh. And nothing, there's, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just like the way they did it was just like, it's kind of boring and the CG is not very done very well. You know, give it to Studio Orange and then maybe let's, let's talk, you know, but I don't know. Um, and then I watched Healer Girl and that's about it. Okay, um, how was Healer Girl? Because I had that on my list, but I did not have time to get to it. I I like it a lot. Healer Girl, I think... It's a musical. Like, the whole show is a musical. Yeah, pretty much. Like, and, wow. And so Nick through wants song. to watch a music anime? That's a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds There's, like trouble. It starts with a P and it rhymes with P and it stands for pool. I forgot how that goes. Music so man. this is the one about... Uh, monorail, the, monorail, monorail. <laughs> This is about the three girls, the main three girls who are vocal medicine apprentices. Yeah, they heal people with their voices. They heal people with their song. They ASMR them. Yeah, actually pretty much. Yeah, like, and so, like... To they, death. And it, it's, like, these magical kind of powers, and it creates, like... It almost kind of looks like they're doing a domain expansion when they go into the song from Jujutsu Kaisen, you know? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much a domain expansion, and it represents the thing they're trying to heal. So here's what's really cool about it. In the first couple episodes, it very much does a very... And by the way, the animation is very nice. It's consistent throughout. Love it. And the very first like three episodes, four episodes, which we talked about in our first impressions, obviously, they they set it up to kind of show you how it works, right? And introduce the characters, obviously, like most shows. And they do a very good job of it. You're not bored at all. You know, it's very nice first three episodes. And then they get into it and they start adding more higher stakes things, right? So there's one episode where they're like, okay, we're going to go into this hospital. There's a separate room behind glass um, with soundproof, um, you know, with sound like enhancing walls in it. Not soundproof. And we're going to sing during this man's surgery. And they have to sing during the surgery from the moment of the first cut to when they stitch it up. And it's like the way it's represented in like the little the visual that they're in is like a cliff that's split open 
and they go into the cliff and sing within they go into the 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 crevice you know the the void and then His sing wound. in there yeah <laughs> and then they they fly out of it and then it seals up it's like i really think it'd cool. be funny if it if it cut to like the cells at work characters like sitting in a room watching tv and they hear the singing and they just take a broom and they're like start hitting the ceiling <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, really funny. it's like quiet down quiet down i'm trying to sleep in here we're trying to do actual healing over here. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Fucking kids and their shit. Um, but yeah, it's it's really cool. I Did I the really character interactions it. feel natural or forced? Because like someone on, on on the My Anime List review said they did, but I don't know. No, I think they feel natural. The only time where it doesn't feel natural is like the blonde-haired chick. I think her name is Sophia. She's like in love with their teacher. Like kind of like Yamaya is with Comey. And there's like you know, that's like the comedic part of it. And there's one part where Rhea, that's the teacher's name, uh Karasuma Rhea, she hugs Kana because Kana's like nervous about like Oh, not Sophia, her name is Raimi. Raimi is obsessed with the teacher. Sophia's the Russian chick. Or Sonia. Sonia is a Russian chick. And so anyway, she she the teacher hugs Kana and Raimi's like she hugged you, oh my god. <laughs> like it's um, really funny, but no, I, dude, I liked it. It was a different, it was different. It was nice. The character design is 10 out of 10. I really love the characters designs. Um, the healer girls themselves have specific traits about them that you can point them out. And that's why you can tell that's who they are. Um, they have two toned hair and different colored eyes. You know what I mean? While everyone else kind of has like you know normal features, and normally that's just like oh it's a stupid anime thing, but like no like they kind of, it's because it runs in their line of like blood that they have different uh, whatevers you know, um, to kind of say it without explaining I don't know but I I, I enjoyed it I, I I think it's a really a really cool anime studio uh, three HZ three hertz three hertz triple hertz did it really well. Um, Yuki, uh, Yuki Akia did the character design, and they'd done the character design for Gun Gale Online and Princess Principal. Um, so I, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was really nice. Other than that, that is all I got to. I, uh, I, I really am really Birdie Wing, we will talk about later because it's yeah. my Discord name, and I fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> fucked up, bro. Um, I know I really everybody wanted- likes Birdie Wing. I will talk about it. I really wanted to watch uh, Shiniki Tosen, but I've never seen all of the Gitosen, so I want to go back and rewatch all of them. And then I wanted to watch Executioner and Her Way of Life because I thought that was kind of a cool, different kind of like isekai story. That so, was like 60 or 70 shows a season's fucking unreal. So that's me and Danny's stragglers, I guess. Nick, what about you? What else? What other ones did you want to catch or you caught that we didn't? Or That was it. Okay. Um, okay, that, yeah, hell yeah, dude, what's, okay, so let me tell, let me ask you this, what was your favorite, what's your anime of the season? Anime of the season for me, mm. for me, probably, you know, well, Summertime Render is going into summer, so I'm not gonna. I like how Sam's like, what's your favorite anime of the season? All let right, me tell you I'll go yeah. first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, Spy Family, kind of hard to beat, I really like, you know, it was one of the best. I feel like that's gonna be anime of the year. It's one of the best things coming out of Jump, and it has been for a while, you know? So Yeah. Um, yeah. If not for... I don't know, man. Your boy Kong Ming was really good, too. I, You know, for me, I'll just say Spy Family, just because I, 
I just really enjoyed it. I would say Love After World Domination or Spy Family. You know what? I'm going to say it. Love After World Domination. I loved Love After... Because I love... Wow. Look, wow. I love Sentai and Tokusatsu stuff to begin with. Oh, that's fine. That's, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's... What is your favorite? It doesn't even have to... It doesn't even have to be the quote-unquote best. It's like, okay, what's your then favorite? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. That was my favorite. Because it's... I love Tokusatsu stuff. And I'm... I'm... You know, I'm getting into romances recently. So this was kind of a perfect blend for me to kind of you know, get back into more romance, and it was just really funny. I thought it was really good. So, yeah. What about you, Danny? Mm. Yeah, this is, like, honestly really hard. Because <laughs> there were a lot of shows that I really, really, really liked. Um, Maybe Dance oh, Dance Dance here for you? Yeah, I mean, I will say that was definitely a high favorite of mine. Um, again, I'm, I'm biased for it. So, uh, but your boy Kong Ming was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you think about it, uh, singing is dancing with your, with your, with mouth. your mouth. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, You know, I you know what? I'm gonna stick to my guns and I'm gonna say dance, dance, dance here. All right. Hell yeah. Ooh, going for the well, underrated. Yeah. Nick, what about you? Yeah. Okay, my top three we got in no particular order, I'm just kinda narrowing it down. We got Kaguya season three, we got Spy Family, and Kong Ming. But you gotta pick I one. I think Okay. This is. I'm just gonna make it easy for other people. Okay, Kaguya, I think, is the best show of the season, and one of the best of the decade so far. But just to make it easier for somebody else who's trying to jump into something, I am gonna say Spy Family. Let's go. I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> no, that's a good answer. So, I mean, give that's me plain fair. applesauce. Still a good answer. Yeah. yeah. Still a good answer. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Spike's Family. Uh, Kong Ming's also really good, but I think Spike's Family, like, it, it, it's like so funny. It's so good action a little bit of everything wasn't a perfect show i think kagi was better but sure there we go let's go i'm basic i gotta go i gotta go with All my right. brand also we had the watch club for spy family so that gave it a boost yeah sounds good um you know just and thank you to everyone in the discord who went in the participation channel and said what their favorites were you know mike for example shout out to mike Edu. uh they were really into demon girl next door recipe for happiness in the Heart of Kunoichi Tsubaki, Birdie Wing, Healer Girl, uh, Love After World Domination, I'm Quitting Hearing, and Spy Family. Um, Trapped in a Dating Sim, they said they loved it a lot because it's getting into Reborn Light novels. Uh, let's see, what did Zayla put? I know Zayla really loved Love After World Domination. They love Kaguya-sama and Komi, obviously. Did he, did he also like the science show? I, I remember somebody talking about the science show. I thought... Science, Fall in Love, or whatever. I What's thought... The name uh, no, I think... I think that was Bree who loved oh, it. Oh, okay, maybe yeah. that was. Uh, I, I thought I thought Zayla liked it too, actually, but he, it's not on his list here. But I do. They they you should follow Zayla on Twitter. They have a lot of really cool, uh, decent anime opinions. And Zayla, he's like the underground shocking. I will say, I will <laughs> say, much. they freaking put uh, Spy Family at like a seven. And I just think that's blasphemy. We need the Greta Thunberg clip where she's like, "How dare you!" <laughs> I'm calling Everyone you out. Everyone, y'all, Zayla. I'm calling you out, Zayla. How can? How could but, you? Um, 
<laughs> Zayla is really talkative on our Discord, but like in real life, you know, he he's he basically this... a real life Komi-san, Okay. Uh, okay. No, Just as up. beautiful too. Shut up for a minute. So he <laughs> he kind of put out this tweet talking about how he really connected to the character because of it. And I thought that was really cool. So I like how we're just airing out Zayla's business on the. <laughs> well, he tweeted it. It's yeah, on his yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, um. Anyway, this is the uh, Zayla Summit podcast. <laughs> anyway, the moment's ruined now because Nick ruined it. Everyone yell at Nick. Um. So I was I w- complimenting. I was trying to like, you know, when people connect to anime like that, it's really cool. Is all I'm saying. Um. And this King is why I love School Days so much, because I connect to it. So, anyways, King I of Telluride. Anyways, King of Telluride put Kaguya-sama. <laughs> That's terrible. Spy Family, Love After World Domination. Science Fell in Love, so I tried to prove it. Tomodachi Game. Okay, maybe King was talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, actually, that's about it. No one else did any lists. But shout out to uh, those guys who put their tops in there. Uh, Ant-Man loved Kaguya-sama and Komi as well. Uh, I, they also loved Ahenon-san. Uh, Courtney from the Strictly series, shout out to Courtney, said Shield Hero Season 2 was poo-poo. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, dude, shout oh out to Oh, my God, I just realized it has a 6.5 on Mal. Yeah, it's pretty That's bad. pretty low for a, se- for a sequel. That's pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. Because sequels are usually um, higher. Sen also did mention um, Vampire in the Garden. I really wanted to watch that, and I didn't get around to it. Is that I a think... uh, Springs it's, show? It was on. It was, it was on, on Buttflex. It's, it's six episodes. Oh, it's like an. It's an O N A. That's why yeah. it's like Bubble. Yeah. It's an O N A. Okay. Bubble, Tiger and Bunny, and Vampire in the Garden are all O N As. Yes. So. So is Bastard. Yeah, Bastard. And Spriggan. You Bastard. Oh yeah, Spriggan is another one that I'm really excited for. So we gotta have like I an really, ONA fucking episode. Just gotta get on, well, we gotta do another Netflix thing. Yeah, we, we could yeah. do Netflix batches because um, some of these are only six episodes. Gotta do like um, another spring episode. <laughs> we just do well, we'll just do. It'll just be a Netflix. It'll just be a Netflix batch. Stop ruining everything. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, favorite OP and ED really quick. Okay, Mine the OP is easy. One. It's Kong Ming. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I think we're all going to say yeah. that. I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, the ED? I don't even fucking know. You know and what? also, I, Skeleton Knight, because Pelicate. But yeah, actually, anyway. I th- yeah, they had a good OP. Uh, oh, ED. I got to rewatch him. You guys you guys go start talking. <laughs> Healer Girl ED was really really catchy. It was... I mean, all the music in Healer Girl is really catchy, because, you know, the songs they do in, during the show. But the ED is really... Oh, you know what? The ED to Comey season two is really sick. I really like that one. Are we all going to say yeah. Comey? Let's all, just, let's all just copy each other. Let's do it. It's a rotoscoped pixel yeah. piece, and it's just fucking amazing. And the song is really cute, and it goes perfectly well with the rhythm of Kong the Ming characters and Comey, let's go. That's our answers for everybody. Kong Comey, let's go. Kong okay. Comey. That being said, pretty decent. And I like uh, when they changed it. I like when they had the, the photo slideshow. I like how we, you know, these past couple seasons, we're like, we're gonna, we're gonna load up on shows. We gotta do this right, and then we fucking try to, and we're like, shit, I forgot about all these shows. <laughs> There's too many. There's there's 51 shows, not including ONAs, and the not including ongoing stuff. The rent is too damn high. Yeah. God damn it. To be fair, um, there was really a, a handful uh, yeah. in spring season this this year. There was a, a lot. lot of new ones. Yeah, you know? there was yeah. a, there's lot. a lot of good next, ones too. There's a lot of quality shows. Next, next, next one coming up. Summer coming up. There's a lot of sequels that I'm not worried about. So that's 
pretty cool. Sequels more like yeah. prequels, dude. More like prequels, dude. Uh, I'm really excited for Call of the Knights and Made in Abyss season two, and obviously My Hero. Um, oh my god! Rent a girlfriend hero. season two. Sorry. Let's fucking go, dude. Rent a girlfriend. Uh, Devil's Isekai a part timer. Isekai Oji-san can be funny. You know, we'll see. Shadows House season two. Uh, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. I'm kind of excited for. Ooh, class the maid I, the maid I recently hired is uh, sus. <laughs> Don Machi, another one of those. Jesus. Tokyo Don Pacho. So many fucking sequels. Tokyo. Love Live Superstar second season. Here's what you do with that. You. Uh, whatever you're watching it on, download it, put it on the DVD, pee on it, throw it away in the trash, because Love Life sucks. <laughs> fucking hate it so. I hate it so much. Do you understand how much I fucking hate it? Do you understand? Well, luckily you don't have to watch it, Sam. Yeah, I'm not gonna, because I don't watch fucking Cockadoo. Okay. <laughs> fucking hate it. Fucking show sucks ass. <laughs> God, I hate I fucking hate Love Live so much, dude. You know where I watch Love Live? After I take a dookie, I just turn around and look in the toilet. That's <laughs> yeah, you got it. You have anyway. your toilet uh, uh, screen. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know people. No, you Love have Live. a screen in your toilet and you poop on Love Live as it's playing. That's thank. See Nick with the good ideas. This is what I'm talking about. This is right. That's how we get better as a podcast. Thank you, Nick. That's a great idea. There we go. Anyway, that being said. I hope you guys enjoyed our review, and I hope you guys enjoyed spring season. If you haven't told us yet, like uh, the people we mentioned before, what your favorite spring sh- season shows were, go ahead and still use the participation channel on our podcast channel in our Discord to let us know. Or you can let us know on Twitter or uh, Instagram or wherever else we are as well. That being said, I've been Sam. That's been Nick. That's been Danny. And we've been the Anime Summit Podcast. <laughs>